Put your hands together for old men in sweat. Old men sweat. Put your hands together, y'all. Mary B and Tommy T. We're going to have a good time tonight. Let's go, let's go. It's old men in sweat. All righty, all righty, Old Men and Sweats, I'm Barry D, and this is my buddy Tommy T, and this is our program brought to you by the Believe Network. We're going to do, we're going to talk a, a lot of different sports. We're going to obviously focus on NCAA Final Four. It, it's it's March Madness, Final Four in Houston, Texas. But to start, Tommy, I got to let you know something that happened to me. I got to do a senior health check with you. Oh, I mean, wow. health-wise, I'm fine. I mean, I'm I'm fine. I take I take a cholesterol pill, you know, I take my allergy pill, you know, I'm, I'm good, right? I could lose a couple pounds, but I'm, I'm fine, you know? But the other day, my tooth started to hurt me, my, my front tooth, I have a crown, yeah. and I've had the crown for 45 years. Wow. Like I doctor, just, I just one tooth? I just one, one tooth. tooth. Okay. Dr. Brognano from Rome, New York, who went to uh, uh, Buffalo, uh, SUNY Buffalo or Buffalo University, a great dentist. So what happened was my family's had trouble with their front teeth. It's really interesting. My brother Terry had, was ice skating as a kid with my brother Larry and Terry. And this is people are like, what's he talking about? Well, our, my, all the names in my family rhyme. I have a brother Gary, a brother Terry, a brother Larry. I have myself and my sister Mary, and they they all they all rhyme. It was crazy. And, and you're and you're Barry. And I'm you're Barry. Barry. Yeah, you're Barry. You're not Luel Cinder. You're Barry. I'm Barry. Yeah, I'm not Luel yeah. Cinder. I'd love to yeah. be Luel Cinder. I put that up in his honor as the best college basketball player of all time. But um, wow. Well, but I think, any, I, I think it's Christian Leitner. But okay, ah, wow. Yeah, no, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Lou. But the um. The thing about our teeth, my family, so my brother Terry was ice skating with my two brothers, my older brothers, and they played a joke on him, and, and they pushed his hat, his winter hat over his eyes, and he fell down, and he broke his tooth, front tooth. <laughs> then, then my sister Mary was, was at Wait, a playground. <laughs> a second. What brother? Is that Terry? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They would always pick on my brother Terry, my okay, brother so Larry, so and then, Terry. Then Terry got up and became an eighth degree black belt yeah, in Taekwondo yeah. and <laughs> yeah. broke, broke everyone's head open. I broke everybody's head open. Yeah. So then my sister Mary was pl- playing at an elementary school playground, and 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 she like fell and hit her mouth on some metal part of a swing. Now a lot of younger kids like don't understand when we were growing up the things that we played with were dangerous, like really dangerous. Like playgrounds were dangerous. Everything was dangerous. Like remember when we played little league baseball, the fence, the home run fence, the fence in the outfield had the, sp- the, the fence sticking up. Yeah. And you go try to catch the ball and you yeah, cut you your arm all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And now they have that nice um, thing, that rubber thing that covers yeah, of course. it. Yeah. So back yeah. in the day, we, we survived a lot of things. So my sister just, you know, that, there's no way this playground equipment would be there now in any playground. It'd yeah. be a lawsuit. So she chipped hers too. So then I'm in a car with my mother, a station wagon, with, you know, in, in the inside of the station wagon, it's metal, right? The back of the station wagon and some of the sides. And my mother was at Westgate Shopping Center. Remember that shopping center? And we, we came out of McDonald's. And she was getting really upset. And she was swearing. And she was getting really mad because she couldn't get out of that, that on the Erie Boulevard. It was busy. She was all mad. She was mad. I was in the back seat. And I was just sitting there eating. Da, 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 da. All of a sudden, she guns it. 
and she turns and she goes and ah, and I flew into the back. I don't know if I ever told you the story into the back of the bed, the, the station wagon bed and hit my face against the back of the inside tailgate. And, ah, I went down, I was bleeding. And I think, so that's how I broke mine. And then I went to Dr. Brognano and, and when they put a crown on, they saw the tooth down so that you get rid of a lot of the tooth and then they put a post but there's a problem with that because you can get bacteria in there. And also you compromise the tooth even though even more that it's been injured because you take enamel off of it. Right. Sure. So I'm lucky I've had this this long. So the other day it was hurting me and I'm like, fuck this fucking thing. So now I got to like, I went to one dentist and went to another, I guess I'm going to have to have them take it off. They said they can't reuse it. They can't put another one on. The, the, uh, they got to pull the tooth. They got to pull the tooth and then I got to get, I got to put, I got to do a bridge. So that encompasses more than one tooth or the bridge? Is well, gonna- this, this is the tricky thing. My brother, Terry, who had the problem because my brother's picked on him and had his tooth problem, his already went because he's older than me. Yeah. He said they told him to do a bridge and he did the bridge. But what they do is they have to saw down the two surrounding teeth, yeah. put the bridge on, and he goes, don't do that. I go, what do you mean? And and he goes, he goes, guess what? He goes, my other two teeth, because they were sawed down and the enamel was taken off and they're compromised. He goes, I lost those now. He goes, I started with one bad tooth missing, yeah. and then and I got three. Teeth. He goes, yeah. no, I got three. He goes, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. So he told me about this other thing you can do. It's called a Maryland bridge. And and somehow they just go behind the two teeth surrounding the missing tooth and prep it a little bit that then they put um, it sticks onto the back. Like somehow there's like a metal little thing and it sticks on and it goes in, but it, you don't compromise the other two teeth. Really? You don't saw them down. You don't do any of that. So, I guess they don't, I guess they, some dentists love doing it. Some don't because it's cheaper than other, the other well, regular bridge. You got a dentist to do that? I got to find one now because the first one I went to, he didn't want to do it. And my brother now told me, don't do that other one. He goes, you're going to lose those other two teeth then. Yeah. Within five years, they'll just go. He goes, it will go. And he goes, so, you know, he goes, try to get a dentist that will do that Maryland thing. You got to do okay. the Maryland bridge. And obviously it's, it's named Maryland bridge because it was invented. Some dentists in Maryland invented it. So that was my like senior health check. It was like the last week, week and a half. I've been like in dental offices and x-rays and all this. I mean, it's not serious. It's not serious. It's a tooth. No, but you don't understand when you do when you do a health check or a mental or, or a, you know, a senior health check, you don't think of your teeth, but your teeth are like some of the most important, you know, part of your health. Uh, you know, your, your teeth start with uh, your diet, you know, allowing you to, to you know, have a good diet, be able to eat everything. And you don't think about that. And the other thing is there's nothing worse than having pain in your mouth. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, I've been very fortunate, you know, at our advanced age now, I've been very fortunate to have like minimal to no pain in my mouth or no problems with my teeth my yeah. whole life. And I used to, my, my dentist was Dr. Hauser back in Rome, New good. York. He was good. He was right? great. I mean, he was like, he was ancient when I was going to him as a kid, you know, I got all these fillings and, um, you know, he was one of those university of Buffalo graduates. Also yeah. that famous dentist school, that dental yeah. school back there. 
And I just had um, I just had two cavities um, replaced. I had two fillings replaced, right? He, you know, the, he so he popped out two fillings mm-hmm. and drilled in there and cleaned it out and put two more filling, two fillings in there. But like I said, very fortunate with no pain in your mouth because as soon as you have pain in your mouth, oh. you know something's wrong. Like yeah. immediately, there's no. It's not like a pulled muscle. No, right? It's not like you know my hip hurts. So geez, I think I. You know, I don't know. I, I hurt my hip working out or just whatever, playing golf or whatever. The, the muscle strain gets better or goes away. When you mm-hmm. get pain in your teeth, it's not going away. So now you're, you know, you're down the dentist road. And let's face it, no one likes going to the dentist, too, let alone oh. the doctor. But the dentist, I think people don't like even more than the doctor. Oh, but I want to tell you a story about fillings. Last story, and then we'll move on because this is funny. My brother Gary and I, like when we all moved to California, right? And we were out there, and Gary was in Orange County. I was in L.A. County with you. And I went to a dentist for the first time, and, and I went in there, and he goes, wow. He goes, he goes, you have a lot of fillings. You probably got them when you were a kid because you weren't brushing properly. You weren't doing stuff. I go, you're right. He goes, I'm going to tell you something. He goes, so let me, t- let me figure out how old these are. And he goes, oh, my God. He goes, I'm going to tell you something. He goes, the fillings you have, you know, they're all silver, right, yeah, on the top of the He goes, I'm going to tell you, he goes, these are some of the best fillings I've ever seen in my life. He goes, I don't know who your dentist was. So then I started talking to him about my dentist. He goes, I'm I'm not kidding you because I'm not just saying this. I see teeth all the time. He goes, these fillings are incredible for the time they've been in your mouth. Same with me. I've I've had fillings since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, and and the other thing with fillings is they have to be airtight. Nothing can get in Yeah. Yeah. So and my brother, lucky. So my brother, Gary, I went to see him one weekend and I was telling him the story about I went to this new dentist and what he said, because we all obviously went to the, I went, we went to Dr. Brocknano, you went to Hauser and my brother started laughing. It's like, well, hysterically, I go, what are you laughing about? I'm just telling, you know, I went to the dentist da, 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 and, and telling you a good story about Brocknano. And he goes, because he goes, when I first found my dentist, when I moved here in Orange County, the dentist said the same thing to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because yeah, so the guy was amazed by the yeah. by the quality of the work. So good thing is we had you know good dentist, yeah. and I'll get through all this. But like you said, it's like it, it, there's a lot to it, and and you know, and it's and, important. It's like your healthcare is important. I, I remember uh, you know I watched The West Wing, one of my all time favorite uh, oh, series, show. right? You yep. know, written by Aaron Sorkin, and uh, Rob Lowe had a line in there when um you know when CJ. You know, the uh, the press secretary had uh, she had a problem with her teeth and she had to go to the dentist. She goes, I'll just cancel the appointment. And Rob Lowe, he said, Sam Seaborn, he said, no. He said, I'm a I'm a big proponent of, uh, of good health, good teeth, teeth health, good health, uh, good oral health. He said, no. He goes, he goes, I'm, I'm obsessed with it. You know, like he said, he said, take care of your teeth. They're your best friend. Well, yeah, because, you know, like the other thing is this, not to throw another uh, one of our ex-friends under the bus again, like I did last show. But again, we don't want to end up with Manny Tavares halitosis. You know, that, that fucking guy, man, he was like, forget it. I mean, he couldn't play any sports. He couldn't play any sports. And then, he, you know, and he would keep you away like the distance with that halitosis. I don't know what was going on, like what he was doing or not doing. But we don't want to be that like. Oh. You know, right? He was. No, no listen. Was, okay, so uh, Man, Manny's going to kill us, but he's going to kill I, us. Yeah, but it was, you know, but he he should have he should have yeah. spent more time. He should have spent more time playing sports, practicing like we did, yeah. all yeah. hours of the day and night. And he should have spent more time in the bathroom brushing those teeth. Yep. And that tongue. 
the tongue. You got to okay. get the tongue. All right, wait a minute. Tomorrow, the first, the first game. All right, so wait a minute. We're gonna do. You're gonna, you're gonna go. We're gonna focus. You're gonna analyze the the two games tomorrow. The final four. The first game, like six thirty-five. I think that's FAU, the Owls, right? Yeah. Against San Diego State Aztecs. Okay, go ahead. Tell me yeah, what you got. So, so the Aztecs. I watched the, the Aztecs uh, beat Creighton in the Elite Eight game, right? Mm-hmm. And and that may have been the worst college basketball game I've ever seen. That was such mm-hmm. a horribly played college mm-hmm. game. I mean, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Let's face it, it was a terrible game. Um, they, they just San Diego State can't they can't score. They you know they score fifty points a game, so they can't score. And um and Creighton, I don't know. I mean, you know, Creighton's from Omaha, you know, and um and they got that coach that we talked about. We talked about the Creighton coach, who uh, last you know last year he told the kids to stay on the plantation. So I you know I'm not a big fan of that guy. You know, not a big fan of the of the you know the of the guy saying that. But um so so here's the thing. San Diego State has like seven or eight seniors. These guys are all like 23, 24. Someone said that San Diego State Aztecs are older than the Oklahoma City Thunder. You know, wow. so they're older. Yeah, I heard that. Aren't they like 24? Yeah, they're their average age is four. Yeah, their average age is 24 years old. Yeah. So they're, a, they're a mature, older team, right? And and so, you know, they play, they play sound defense. They're good rebounders, you know. They're going to get killed by FAU. Sorry. FAU, they're from, uh, I think it's from Boca Raton, right? Boca Raton, yeah, Boca Raton. They're on the Atlantic coast, South Florida. They got these guys. They Every single guy can shoot. It doesn't make any difference how good San Diego State's defense is. They're going to shoot over the top. Like I'm telling you, they're going to kill. They're going to kill this um, this San Diego State team. I was so unimpressed with them. They're 31-6. and six. They just beat the hell out of everybody, you know. Like they got these big guys, and, and they, you know, and they're not like big, like six ten, six eleven, but they're like six seven, six six. They're big, bulky guys. So I think that um, FAU, Florida Atlantic, is thirty five and three, right? They're gonna they're gonna beat this team by 15, 20 points easy. This that's gonna be the best pick of the day. Well, let me ask you something. You weren't impressed with the San Diego State Creighton game, and either was I. It was it was a ridiculous game. And and, and I, I like I like I like San Diego State's coach. Like I saw when they cut down the nets because you know they won the the, the region. He actually you see him. He fell backwards and his players caught him off the ladder. It was a setup, yeah, but I, 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 that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. But I agree with you too. It's like yeah, they're older, they're more mature. They play D. They play tough D. Let's face it, they're good. They're in the Final Four. But um, the one thing that I think is gonna is gonna be tough for them. And I think it's going to bother them. It's it's the over. They're going to shoot over them. Definitely FAU. They could shoot better. They could play D FAU. But the Russian, the big Russian bear on FAU. How do you say it? Vladislav Golden. Golden. Yeah, he's the got a, He's got an American last name with a Russian first name. How do you say that? Vladislav. Vladis. Yeah, yeah, they call him Slava for short, or Vlad for short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like him. I he's mean, pretty good, but he's not going to. He's not going to stop those San Diego State guys. No, but I think he'll disrupt it a little because that last game I watched him play, he was he was he was tough. I like him. He's got an attitude. He's a yeah, tough he's like good. Russian bear, and I, I think that's I think he, that's going to be good. He won't be the difference, but I agree with you. I don't think 
San, I think San Diego State finally is going to meet their match as far as an offensive team that can score against them and also stop their 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 terrible anemic offense that they have. FAU can play D too. Yeah, FAU is the best team. They're they're one of the best teams in the country. I've been watching them. The other thing is Creighton was twenty four and thirteen at the end of the year. Creighton's no good. No, they're not any good. I mean, they gave San Diego State was lucky to win that game. I Creighton was leading the whole game. I turned it off. Barry, well, wait, wait a I'm minute. Did, did did Creighton make it because they won the Big East? Yeah, yeah. They they uh well no they were they were a five seed. I don't know if they won the Big East or not, but uh, U- UConn was in the Big East. I thought UConn won the Big East. Yeah, I, you're right. They pray. I got to look that up though because yeah. that's I want to know what I want to know that. So you you're not impressed. All tournament when we've been doing the shows, you were impressed with San Diego State's defense, and they and you knew they would beat certain teams. You were like, they're going to beat them. They got D, they got D. But now you're right. Yeah. This is going to be they're going to meet their match here with this team. Yeah, and like I told you, like we're watching an elite eight game between San Diego State and Creighton, and it's a terrible basketball game. Like there's no way around it. Like everyone talks about how great March Madness is. You never know what's going to happen. Well, you knew what was going to happen with those two teams. You knew that they were only going to score 50 points and they were going to lay bricks the whole game. I mean, it was an awful game. I, I don't know. I, I, I get confused sometimes as to what they celebrate with this March Madness. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, I guess having FAU in the Final Four is exciting. And having San Diego State, first time ever in the Final Four, is exciting for that part of the country. But they're not any good. San Diego State's not any good. They're not going to win. Get out of here with that. And – um. And then the other thing is the next game, Miami against UConn, those are the two teams. Do you see that Miami game? That Miami was awesome in that game to come back and win that game. And those are those are the teams. I'm telling you right now. That Miami impressed me. That one guy, Jordan Miller from Miami. Oh my God. Barry, that guy was uh he was 13 for 13 from the foul line. I mean, are you kidding me? 13 for 13. So the next the second game, um, the second game after the San Diego State FAU game, um, you like you're, you're you're talking about Miami and UConn, but you haven't mentioned UConn. I know we just started, but you haven't, you're not mentioning UConn. You're well, not. I'm, I'm saving them for last because they're the best team in the country. But um, but Miami beat Texas, and Texas is a good team. That was a good game. Texas was missing their best player, Disu. The center, he was out. Mm-hmm. But Miami was down that whole game. And I'm telling you, that guy Jordan Miller, who ironically is a transfer from George Mason University, which is where the coach, Jim Laranega, took yeah. he took the George Mason team almost 20 years ago to the final four. Yep. Right? Yep. You know, you know, Jim, that guy Jim Laranega, the coach from Miami, he looks like Jim Beheim's uh, younger brother. Oh my God, he really does, doesn't he? He, he looks he, like Jim, I mean, Jim Bam's like eighty. This guy's like seventy-two. He looks well. Like you know what's funny brother. too? I was watching a show the other day. I, I can't remember which it was. One of those PTI. It was PTI, and they asked him like, "Well, how long are you gonna stay down there? And you know, how long are you gonna coach?" He goes, "Look, he goes, I came down here. I didn't come down here like like because I guess um, I guess um, who was it? Uh, one of them. One of the PTI guys made fun of him. I can't remember which one is Tony. Tony. Tony made fun of him. Said he was only going down there to retire when he took yeah, the job. He was just going down there for early retirement. So the guy was on there. The coach. He goes, no. He goes, I didn't come down here for early retirement. I came down here to coach. I'm going to coach. I'm going everyone to know. I'm here forever. I'm going to keep coaching. I'm going to coach forever. He goes, well, that's what you going to do. You saw him after the game. You saw the energy that he had with the young oh. guys. Like you could tell that he fits in down there. He's got energy. Like, you know, he's not a, he doesn't act like an old guy when you're talking to him. 
No, I, lo- I loved I loved seeing that too because we're older guys, and I know a lot of people. You know, when you first younger guys, when they talk, say, "Oh, he's old, he's old." They right off the bat think you're boring, you're you don't know shit, and everything else. I love it that his players like react to him, and he's having fun, and 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 they I, they respect his knowledge, you respect him as a coach, as a person, and also though he's just got energy. Like you just got to bring some energy, and you know, like me and you, we bring energy. Well, and okay. you can't deny the energy, gotta, even though we're old. You gotta love what you're doing. Now, here's the thing that I loved about this game. So the free throw shooting, Miami was 28 out of 32 from the foul line. They shot 87.5 percent from the foul line against Texas. Right? They were they were 29 for 49 from the field. They shot 59 percent from the field. They only took eight three pointers. I don't think they made one three pointer the entire second half, and they came back and stole that game. See, that's the thing that people don't realize is Miami is a good shooting team, right? They made all their free throws. They made all their two-point buckets. But you don't have to be a good three-point shooting team to be considered a good shooting team, right? They were down by eight at halftime. They ended up falling behind by 10 or 12 points early in the second half, and they stormed back, and they did it at the foul line. This Jordan Miller, he had 27 points. He was seven for seven from the field. That's crazy. 13 for 13 from the foul line. Are you kidding? I mean, come on. That's great. You guys, the guy's amazing. The guy's, so, the guy's incredible. So you're saying these are the two best teams of the four. Yeah, UConn and Miami are two best teams. So as bad as that, Sacram- that San Diego State-Creighton um, game was, it was one of the worst games of the year, yep. this Miami-Texas game was just the opposite. It was, <clears throat> it was an excellent game. It was a well-played game. It was the kind of basketball you like to watch in March Madness, you know, so – yeah, I was really, I was really happy for that. Miami really impressed me. They got Isaiah Wong, right? Yeah, that guy's um, good. That guy's really good. And then they got this Jordan Miller, and um, I just think that I think that Miami's going to give UConn a game. You know, they're going to give him a game, even though even though we're going to get the UConn. Miami's got the big center Omir. They got Poplar. They got and they got Nigel Pack. So they're they're really a good team. They got the old coach, but now the next game is. UConn, right? Now, UConn, I mean, UConn beat the pants off of Gonzaga. They killed Gonzaga, yeah. which I, I said it. I called it. I was pissed at Gonzaga, beat UCLA again. What a lucky shot from the logo. Yeah. They do this all the time. Yeah. And after they beat UCLA, I told everybody, everyone in the bar, they're going to lose by 25 next game. And they're like, you're crazy. They're going to go all the way. They're going to lose by 25. And that, and that Drew Timmy, he always – Proves me right. Mm-hmm. He cannot. He can't handle big time, big level mm-hmm. play. He, he. They had him guarding some guy named Walker or someone. They had him guarding a guy on on UConn, right? They had him. They had a uh, Gonzaga had him guarding someone that can't uh, shoot. Oh right? yeah, it was, wait. It was um. He was a facilitator. Right. Yeah. Where is that guy? Um. Here I got it. Was it Newton? No, I know who it was. UConn has a player. He's not a good shooter, but he's a great facilitator, right? And so they put Timmy on him. It's Jackson, right? It's this guy, Jackson. Jackson's not a shooter. Oh, Andre Jackson Jr.? Andre Jackson Jr., yeah. But he's a great player. So what they did was they didn't want they didn't want Timmy guarding Samogo, right? Samogo's mm-hmm. their best player, right? So mm-hmm. Samogo's the guy. He's the guy on UConn, Sonogo, that he's the he's the, the the big low post threat. They couldn't put Timmy on him because they couldn't get Timmy into foul trouble. So yep. they had him covering this other guy. But the, what what the announcer kept saying is 
Timmy's so passive on defense, they're abusing him. Like he was kind of playing it underneath the basket, mm -hmm. and this Jackson kept cutting to the basket and getting layups. So mm -hmm. Lugo kept bouncing the ball. Timmy was useless on defense. He, he got he got two early fouls in the second half, and, and he just he can't play in these high level games. And he's the he's supposedly the one of the best players in the country, and he's not. He never shows up in these games. No, they did. They they basically took him down low. It was interesting. You're right. It was like. So but no, he no, he didn't no, guard, he he didn't guard the ball, and then that guy would cut. It was like two on one, boom, boom. But, boom, but he wasn't boom. even guarding Sonogo. No, they he didn't put him it. on Sonogo. He can't guard Sonogo, so he, they had him guarding someone who can't shoot, and the guy still abused him. He looked, he looked so bad. He looked so uninterested. He looked like he could have been sick. Like, like he didn't look like his usual self. And then the rest of the team actually followed suit. It was weird. Once he, did they, like his, he did look like his usual self. You that's, think how that's, okay. that's, how he, that's how he plays. That's how he played against Baylor. That's how he, that's how he always All right. plays in these games. When he gets up to these high-level games, he disappears. Choke. He chokes. He, he chokes. No, I don't even know if he chokes. I just don't think he's good enough. So he did you notice? Just like he said. Just did like you he know, always looked. Did you notice, though, the team, it was really weird. They got behind. And I'm like, okay, well, they, they people get behind. They can make a run. It was weird how the whole team kind of turned off. It was like because he wasn't making any shots and he wasn't doing anything. They almost kind of like it was the weirdest thing. And before you know it, it didn't matter if you call the timeout to try to regroup because they were crushing him. What's his face? That Jordan Hawkins. I hope the Lakers can try to get that guy somehow. That guy was killing them. Killing them yeah. They were just crushing him. And so was the, the Italian guy, that Joey. The Calcaterra guy. That guy was shooting too. They both were, everyone was shooting, but Hawkins is really good. That guy was killing them. He was killing them. Well, the guy from the guy from Gonzaga, Strother, he's the guy that made the winning three pointer against UCLA from the logo, right? Yeah. He was six from three. He was four for 15. Gonzaga's not any good. Like they're 31 no. and six. the season 31 and six, but they, they beat up. On on St. Mary's and Saint Mary's. and yep. they got nobody. They play nobody all year long, yeah. and it always happens. They get in the tournament, and everyone says this is Gonzaga's year, yeah. and they always get killed. They went twenty eight points. It wasn't even a game. The, the, in fact, the, the 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 footage of the coach on the sideline, you know, he was freaking out and he was going at the ref. But you looked at his face and he was white as a ghost. He was in shock. He was like, "Oh my God, we're getting our ass beat!" But again, I don't know why he was in shock. It happens all the time. It, it, so, it's nothing new for them. Like it's the same thing against Baylor two years ago. It happens all the time. They get in these games and they get blown out by thirty. It's not even a game. It's no, exactly, that's true. It's the exact same thing. So I don't know what he's in shock about. Like he actually thought, like you know, oh yeah, we're gonna now, now we're gonna be a high level. Yeah, team. now we're gonna be hot. Yeah, they they do stink. You know, if you can't show up for a game like that, there's no reason you can't show up for a game like that. It, it just doesn't make up. sense. Yeah, Gonzaga they don't show up. So 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 Miami and Connecticut, you know, the the eight fifty game, which will you know probably go off at nine something on CBS. That's the the late game. That's that is the game of the day. Those are the two best teams. FAU San Diego State, the early game is six on CBS. Also, you know, like so so let, let let's just get right to the nitty gritty because the nitty gritty is about money and it's about bookie beatdown bets and trying to pick these four games. I know what I want to pick. I'm going to let you pick yours first, and then I'm going to pick, and I'm going to pick a side and a total. I've already thought about this. I might be right on with you. I might be off maybe by one, but I don't know. But go ahead. Let's go with the first game. The first game is San Diego State's actually favored by two and a half. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, right uh, now, take take FAU plus the points. Yeah. FAU is going to run San Diego State off the court. They're going to they're going to run them right off the court. You, they're not afraid. Those Florida guys are not afraid. Like that's the thing. They're not afraid. They're, they don't care who they play. They think they're going to win it all, and they might. FAU might win it all. Yeah, and I, I mean, think you're right. I think they're going to run up and down to get them tired. I think they're going to try to burn them out, crush they're gonna them. Run, they're going to run them right off the court. I mean, it's, it's, that San Diego State's not going to get to use all that power because they're not going to throw it down to their, their, their big man and have them back somebody in. Like, yeah, no way. They're going to get it and go. All right, so now I want to ask you. So that's, yeah, they're plus two and a half. What about the totals, 132? Yeah, that that's probably going to be uh, one thirty two. Is that what? That's sixty five to what is that? That's um, 60, 66 to sixty five, right? That's one thirty one, right? Sixty six to sixty six. Yeah. So so yeah, that's uh, it's going to land probably probably just a little less than that. I wouldn't bet the over under on this game. Remember, like we did in football, we took the over unders instead of the game. Mm-hmm. This one, take take FAU. Okay. I don't know about the over under, but take FAU in this game. So Tommy T is going to take FAU plus two and a half, and he's going to lay off the over under. Okay, next next game for you. Let's go. We got to go into the next game, the final game. So Miami, Connecticut. Miami is uh, a five point dog. Connecticut's favored by five. It's a lot, man. Yeah, I well Connecticut's a great team. I yeah. I, I like Miami plus the five. Okay, keep it close. The over under is one fifty, which is high. That's high, right? That's uh, yeah, 70, 75 to seventy-five. So 75, 76 to seventy-five. You got to go over. So for that game to go over, you need you need those teams to get in the eighties. And I don't know if those teams are going to get in the eighties in that game. I wouldn't be surprised if it stays in the seventies. Hmm. But I, but again, I'm not betting the over under in either one of these games. Okay, I'm sticking with the points. I'm taking Miami plus five and, and FAU plus two and a half. The winner is going to be FAU outright. I don't know who's going to win that Miami game. That game could go either way. I would I would say Connecticut's going to win a tight game, probably. But mm-hmm. but I, I I'm I'm still taking um I'm taking the dogs in both games and, and easily. I'd be very confident with both dogs. That's 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 a lot. Yeah, that's a, you got a lot of wavos to do that. I think that's I think the FAU one's a better take than the Miami, just the way Connecticut's been playing. So I'm gonna this is what Barry D's going to do. I'm going to go with you on FAU plus the two and a half. Definitely, I think that's the best bet. Of the, whole, of the whole day. Yeah. And I'm going to go out on a, a limb here, and I'm going to take the under in that game. You like the under. Okay. I'm going to take the under in the game. I think I think, I think think FAU is going to score, and it's going to be one of those games. It's going to be like that Connecticut-Gonzaga game. I think FAU is going to crush them, and it's not going to go over. Like that Connecticut-Gonzaga, they crushed them. You thought it was going to go over, and it didn't even yeah. go, and it go over. No, so it was 136. Yeah, because San Diego State score, can't yeah. score anyway. Yeah, San Diego yeah. State can't score. They can't score anyway. So I'm going to go under on FAU San Diego State. I'm going to be with you on FAU plus two and a half. Then I'm going to go against you on Connecticut and Miami. I love Miami. And that five points looks really crazy. It's almost like they're teasing you. You better take that five. And I know Connecticut – is is not playing the teams that they played prior that they've been blowing out everybody, but that five it looks like a lot. But I think it's I think Connecticut could easily win this game in double digits, and still it could be a good game. <laughs> so so you don't think it's going to be an all it's a South Florida final? Uh, no, I think UConn's going to take it. I'm going to take UConn minus the five, and I'm going to take the over in that game okay. because I think if Miami wins that game, 
they're going to have to really score. And I don't know if they can. I think Connecticut's defense could be up to the challenge, and I and I think they could cover. So I'm going to take UConn minus the five. I'm going to take the over 150. It's it's a ballsy. Like I've got a four pack FAU plus two and a half FAU under UConn minus five UConn over, and you've got FAU plus two and a half and Miami plus the five. You're taking the two dogs, and you know what someone would do? What do you call those guys? You always call the sharp. The sharp guys in Vegas, the sharks. What do you call those? The sharps. The the sharks are the sharp. You always say those guys that really know a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. And and I bet you uh, those guys that know a lot of stuff with your two picks, I bet you they would say to sprinkle some money line on on like take a parlay with those two, those two dogs, or take a or take a parlay money line parlay just as some extra action. Because you're actually, you know, taking the dogs to win it, and they could win it. Those two teams yeah. could win. Oh, yeah, no, I, I think it very well could be a South Florida final. And that's what you're and going Houston, for. And I think South Florida could take over Houston, Texas. You know what? They 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 could. Yeah. It's actually, you know, what's really strange about all this? It's actually a really good final four, regardless that there's no number ones. I mean, it's it's a really good. There's some great teams. And and any finals going to be I, good? I don't even think that there is a top five, top four seed. I don't even know. If, is there a top four seed in the final? I think UConn is a um, four, aren't they? So I think that's it then, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think UConn's a four. Um, there's a nine. Yeah, what? a four is a four, a five, a five, and a nine. I mean, and that's a nine. incredible. Yeah, that, that's the highest seeds I've ever seen in a final. Well, and, and it's it's crazy too because these teams are so good. You wonder, like, like who, how, who, who's the nine seed? Miami? No, FAU's the nine seed. That's crazy. How did they, Miami, guys... Miami, Miami, and San Diego State were five seeds, and then UConn was a four seed. So I mean, so you're talking about you don't even have a top fifteen team in this in this no. final, in this final four, right? A and four we could seed, you're going to be ranked around sixteen. And we could talk all day about the transfer portals because the transfer portal or whatever. But the funny thing is, UConn could have been one of the number one seeds. They could have. They, they they're, oh, they're just as good. Great, they're a great team. They're a great I, team. Know, it's funny. Their coach is Danny Hurley, not Bobby Hurley. Bobby Hurley. He played for Duke, and he yep. won. He won national championships for Duke, right? Yep. And um, you know, he won two, right? And, but Danny, and then Danny, he coached Buffalo. Uh, yeah, the he Buffalo, coached, coached Buffalo. And then he got the yeah. job down at Arizona State. He done a, does a good job at Arizona State. But Danny Hurley, he played at Seton Hall, and he didn't have a great college career. He was supposed to be a great college player, also, but it really, never pan, it never panned out for him in college. Right? He's so he was supposed brother. to be better than his brother. Not better, different player. But he was supposed to be an excellent college player too, and he ended up not being a very good college player. Seton Hall wasn't a very good team. So, but but this is Danny's chance, Danny Hurley's chance to win his champ, national championship as a coach. And of course, their father is Bob Hurley, who coached um, St. Anthony's, I think, in yep. Jersey City. He's yeah. one of the most famous high school coaches yep. of all time, right? So, so they're like great. the Van Gundys. They're like the Van Gundy family. No, they're better than the Van Gundys. I they're think. better than the Van Gundys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Stan Van Gundy is a better announcer than he ever was a coach. Yeah, you know, and, and at and, least and at least Danny and Bobby look like they play basketball. Like Stan and Jeff, they don't even look like they ever. I mean, Stan Van Gundy looks like he never stepped on a basketball court in his life. 
Yeah, and Jeff Jeff Van Gundy. The only thing I have—it's so funny because he's he's done so much to guy, obviously. But the only thing I ever um, think about when I when his name comes up is when he was he was holding on to Patrick Ewing's leg. Wasn't it Ewing's yeah, leg in that no. that brawl against Miami or? It was Alonzo Mourning's. Alonzo Mourning was Miami in the Knicks, right? And he, yeah. what was he doing? What was he trying to do? Well, he was trying to break up the fight, <laughs> but he ended up sliding all the way down, and he just got it's, the leg. It's so funny. So. You know, I never. Um, I wanted to ask you. You know, did you listen to? Um, uh, we'll do. You know, so so we got we got our picks here, and and we we're going to. I'm going to go against you just a little bit, but I like these picks. I think the games are going to be fantastic, and we'll reconvene. But I wanted to. Um, I wanted to do a, one final sweaty thought here because I was okay. thinking I never heard um from Seth Greenberg or Andy Katz's camp about getting together with us and picking the picks, let alone playing two on two together. And now you brought up something about Hurley and those guys, and they played college hoop. Like if you had to compare the Hurley brothers college hoop career to Greenberg, who's better you think? Uh, well, Greenberg played at Fairleigh Dickinson, I think in the sixties, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, my guess is the Hurleys were better. Uh, both of them. Yeah. My, my guess is the Hurleys were better. Uh, Danny Hurley was still a good player for sure. He was a good player. And when he played at Seton Hall, who did he play with? Do you remember? Because they have had, they've had some guys at Seton Hall. Yeah, I don't know when he played. What he must have played twenty years ago. I mean, it looks like he's well, he looks like he's fifty five years old, but he's not that old. I they mean, had some I, good teams back then, Tommy. I don't, I don't think so. I think he was a disappointment. But the teams he played on were probably pretty good because the Hall had some good teams back then. But he was after PJ Carlissimo, I think. Oh, he was after PJ. Yeah, I don't think he played for PJ. And of course, of course, Bobby, you know, had the great career at Duke, you know, so Bobby I mean, won, won, won two national champions. Yeah. So Bobby's definitely better than Greenberg and Danny could hold, yeah. hold his, hold his own with them too. And Katz, he never played. So, you know, you can't yeah. So he played, he played at um, Seton Hall, 1991 to 96. And, um, and PJ left, um, right after that because he was coaching in the pros we interviewed him when he was coaching the warriors yeah in 98 and he got there what a year before we interviewed him and then he got choked out uh yeah he got choked out by uh spreewell yeah right yeah Yeah. jeez the guy was such a nice guy He's a good guy. Maybe he was kind of abrasive as a coach, though. I mean, he was yeah, no, interviewing him, interviewing yeah. him was fantastic. Remember, I had um, someone bought me from New Jersey, bought me a pair of boxer shorts that were Seton Hall. They had the logos all over them, you know, repeated logos on the boxer short. And when we interviewed him that day at the Golden State, the Golden State Warriors um, facility, me and you were busting his chops, and this is, and I just pulled my pants down. Remember, and I had my, I had the Seton Hall boxer underwear on oh, and he, yeah, goes, oh, he goes oh yeah he goes you're crazy he, he just shook his head he goes you guys are you guys are out of control but he, he was he seemed like a nice guy and he was a good coach he was a good coach that guy all right yeah, so, so um so Danny Hurley played five years at Seton Hall's last two years he averaged 32 minutes and 36 minutes a game mm-hmm. let me see what was his scoring average though he uh he averaged 14 points a game and 13 and 14 points a game his last two years. He was pretty good. He was a pretty good college player. It just never panned out for him. That's all. Yeah. It just never it never worked out for him. Can can you just real quick and then we'll go look up what Greenberg's stats were when he played hoop? At Fairleigh Dickinson? Yeah, see if he's got any stats. 
they had to be before stats. Really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> before stats, before the, the Roto. Come on, he's got to be in there. He's got to say something about yeah, it. Yeah, he played for Fairly Dickinson in um, – Oh no, he no, he played for Fairleigh Dickinson in, in the seventies. So he, he's Ooh. uh yeah, I mean, he's not that Ooh. much older than us. Mm. Right? Yeah. He um well they, they got his coaching record, but they don't have his um yeah. they don't got his player stats, huh? Yeah, they don't have his player stats. Let me see, full mm. record from Fairleigh Dickinson. Here's his here's okay, so Fairleigh Dickinson. Oh my goodness, he wasn't a very good shooter. He only oh he only oh. averaged like three points a game. See, this yeah, is good research yeah, Seth, because Seth, if we're going to get an opportunity Seth, to play him at cast, listen, when Seth Greenberg was a senior at Fairleigh Dickinson, he averaged three points a game. Ooh, we he, can, averaged, oh, wow. he averaged 2.4 personal fouls a game and three points a game. He averaged almost as many fouls a game as he did points. Yeah, he, he didn't I'm getting even game. more confident now. I'm almost, I'm even more confident now that me and you could take Greenberg and Cats because – his stats. I mean, yeah, three but, points and two point four fouls. Like I'm not. We're not worried about his jumper. I'm not worried about him posting the toast in us. Yeah. I'm not worried about Kansas ball handling skills or anything. I, I I bet you he he's not that great. I mean, I me and you pick think, and I roll mean, all day. I don't think that. Uh, God, I want to play those guys so bad. Play us, buddy. I just want to play them. I want to yeah. play them too. That's great. That's great. Hey, listen. Come on, just play okay. us for a charity game. So listen, I, got I want them it. now. Now I want them because he's got three points a game, two point four. I'm talking smack. Now I'm going to start talking smack. I, know, I mean, I, I think wanna, me and you, wanna, yeah. I don't want to smack talk Seth too much because he played at Fairleigh Dickinson. I couldn't have made Fairleigh Dickinson out of high school. I mean, it was an independent college. I don't know if they were Division One, two, II, or three yeah. back then. Oh, yeah. But he yeah. still played four years at Fairleigh Dickinson, and they've been in the tournament. I don't think I could have made Fairleigh Dickinson out of high school. So I don't want to badmouth him too much because he played. And then also, yeah. also he did coach that good team at Long Beach with uh, Lucius Harris and, and Brian Russell. Like they were on his team yeah. his, his senior years. He got that team. Into the, he got that team into the sweet 16 and they were good players. My big thing with Seth Greenberg is he allegedly or reportedly turned down Seth Curry when he was the coach of Virginia Tech. I don't know if it's true. I heard the story that Del Curry called Seth and said, "Listen, my I I played at, uh, at Virginia Tech, and my son, I want my son to play there." And Seth said, "No, we're good. We're good with our guards." So, so, so here's the idea: I, we can kill two birds with one stone. We play them two on two. We play for charity. They should want to take us on. I mean, we're barely six foot, me and you. And, and and we never played in college or whatever, so you know they could take our YMCA stats and throw them out the window. But what we'll do, it will be for charity. And Seth Curry, um, will be, uh, Steph Curry will be the re the referee. He'll be the ref for the okay. game, and then we can figure out that whole thing about did did what was this true story? And if Del Curry wants to sit there and and be our like coach, he could be our coach too. We could get all this done in one thing. We could beat those guys. And then, and then we can find out: Did he really pass on Steph Curry? Yeah, you know, come on! I mean, I, I don't want to play him. I love that you want to do all that. I mean, so I can, only, yeah. Not only do you not, not only do you want to play Seth Greenberg and Andy Katz in two yeah. two, but now yeah. you want Steph Curry somehow to be involved. I don't. <laughs> Steph Curry's got to be involved. It's going to have to be in the off season. 
But I don't know. I mean, Steph Curry goes to that um, that that celebrity golf tournament every year in Tahoe. So if you want, you know, maybe you can set it up there in Tahoe somewhere. You know, in the summer when Steph is up there, see if you could get Seth and Andy to come up to Tahoe. It's not a bad place to spend a week in the summer, and maybe we could try it then. Does he go to that one that my buddy Frank um, sets up the caddies for? What's I don't it know. called? Century? Is it called Century something? I don't know. I mean, up there, it's, up it's, north, it's, it's the one that Charles Barkley goes to, but Steph's up there. You know, he's 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 always Steph's one of the I'll, I'll ask I'll, I'll ask I'll ask my buddy Frank. I yeah. know it's ambitious. You got to have dreams. You got to have well, dreams. Listen, and I think this is a good idea. Maybe we could caddy for Steph at that tournament this summer in Tahoe. Yeah, and then we could talk about that, and then yeah. we could challenge. We could have him with us. And then he could say he'll be part of it, and we'll videotape it, and then and then we'll we'll have a we'll we'll, vid, we'll videotape a challenge to them, and then okay. he said and he said he's along with it, and then we'll go from there. I think this is a good angle for a Believe Network. Like put the two old guys out there, have some confidence in us, and let us let us play these guys in the charity match, and also we'll get it. We'll get finally an end to this major question: if he pass, passed on the best shooter ever in the world. I do have to say, yeah, I, that's, that's the crazy. But I do have to say that uh, that Seth Greenberg was a two-time ACC Coach of the Year. That's pretty yeah. impressive. Pretty yeah. impressive, right? And and he yeah, and he had yeah. a winning and he had a winning record at every stop. He was one hundred five and seventy at Long Beach State. He was one hundred eight and one hundred at South Florida for the Bulls. Yeah, and then at Virginia Tech, he was one seventy and one twenty three. He just could never get them into the tournament. Yeah, well, you know. He only made it to one tournament, yeah, with uh, Long Beach. So Really? Yeah, but I, I like Seth. I, I think Seth's good. No, okay. Well, we'll see. We'll all see right, how buddy. that so all listen. pans out. So that's good. So that's our sweaty thought is we're going to get the <laughs> – okay, buddy. <laughs> You're crazy. Yeah, the, the, last, the final sweaty thoughts, we're going to try to set this up, right? Yes, that's it. We're going to set it up. What happened to you? You no, froze on me. I'm T. here. I'm here. Where are you? You froze on me. It's okay. Can you see me? Oh, there oh, you are. There you are. Okay, so let's oh, let's 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 close up here. Let's close up because we're freezing here. But um, okay, great. Uh, good. That was a fantastic show. Old Men of Sweats, Barry D and Tommy T. Thanks for listening and watching. Please go to all the major platforms, podcasts, good, to listen to us, and go to YouTube to watch us. Good senior health report, buddy. That's good to update everyone. Good senior health. health. Yes. And, 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 and remember, all you people out there, we won't try harder next time. So don't even ask. So don't even ask. That means you too, Seth Greenberg. Don't even ask. And uh, that's it. Good show, Tommy T. We'll watch good those show, games buddy. tomorrow. I'll text you. I'll text you as watching them. All right. And, may, and maybe we'll throw some tweets out there. I think it's going to be a fantastic uh, day, day tomorrow yeah, for those I'm games. Excited. All right, buddy. You take care, man. Woo! I still think I still think um, it's not out of, the, out of the question that we could get get a two on two going with those guys, you know, for charity. Let's do it for charity. They should beat us. I mean, come on, we probably should get a, f- a few points and play uh, play up to ten or twelve. It'd be fun too. And if Steph, if, if Steph Curry was involved, that'd be even funner. I have a dream. Dreams dreams do come true. Adios, everybody. Have a good Final Four. Old Men of Sweats out.
Put your hands together for old men in sweat. Old men sweat. Put your hands together, y'all. We're gonna have a good time tonight. Let's go, let's go. It's old men in sweat.